Everybody said we should have an intro song But we don't want to waste your time Hello and welcome to The Long Way Around, the show about nothing, which is not a new concept, it's just not always very well executed. So we join the ranks of Seinfeld, of countless other uh, sitcoms of a similar nature, and generally, broadly speaking, the best of the best. My name is Jackson. And I'm Josh. He's Josh. Joshua, David, and Goliath Gill. And we are coming to you today live, in person, in your house. <laughs> Whatever you live, we found it. Or, your, or your car. Recorded this in that, in that location. No, we didn't record it at all. We're with you right now. Oh, it is live. Like what you're listening to in your headphones, actually, is just us talking. Yeah. And so if you hit pause, we just have to wait yep. until you come back. Yeah. Is it like some some like telepathic mind projection that we're using? No. Or is just like really good at hiding? It's just like the internet. It's just like radio. It's just it's not a new concept at all. It's been around oh, for so like a hundred years. Oh, so they're still listening through their phone. I was thinking we're physically there with them. Well, it's like we're there with them. Uh, okay, so you lied again. No, I did not lie. You just were confused. Yeah, that happens more often than not. Let's play who do we know is listening right now. The only person I know is listening right now is my mama. I have no evidence that even my wife has listened to past the first episode. Yeah, my wife certainly won't listen to it. Really? I mean, I don't know. I sent her a link to the first episode, and she never said anything back. So as far as you know, you're not being supported at all by your family yeah. and your loved ones? So I knew, I do know that somebody will listen to this, though, and his name is Future Josh, and he's a champion. Oh, yeah. I like Future Josh. Yeah, Future Josh is way better than or Present Josh or Past Josh. Or pa- yeah, any other Josh that I know of. Future Josh is always better. Except because, far in the past Josh. Yeah, not he because cool. he's like older and wiser and more knowledgeable, uh, but because I have so much hope for him. That has not let me down yet, because <laughs> by by virtue of him being in the future, he cannot disappoint me. I've never met him. <laughs> I will never meet him, but he seems like a swell guy. Yeah, really, though. He has limitless potential and will most likely fulfill none of it, but that's not his fault. That's that's present or past Josh's fault. That's true. Yeah, so. He can't do anything about it. Exactly. He just he, has to he wait. He has no control. <laughs> he just has to wait, see what happens. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh yeah, that is a bummer. Poor guy. Yeah, sorry, future Josh, but you'll you'll do a good job, I'm sure. Well, actually, from what you said, you're not at all sure. Yeah, well, future Josh, as I said, has the best of intentions, and that's all he is—is is mm. the intention. He's just intention. Because he never can do anything, because he never is actually like presently here. Uh huh. Just an abstraction of the mind. Is he? I don't know. You sound I've never thought this much about future Josh, and it makes me question his existence and it makes me sad. You think you're going to die? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean that. That's Gosh, the only that's way he wouldn't exist. Ooh. Yeah. Or I could phase out like Marty McFly in Back to the Future Episode 2. That's still not existing. He's not dying. He just never was. He just never was. I think it's worse. You think it's worse? Mm hmm. <laughs> That's worse than just dying. Dying is a natural part of life. You still existed. You still had an impact. You still made a difference. People remember you. You live on in the things you've said and done, created. 
never existing is you're just deleted. See, I don't think never existing is worse other than the fact that he has to experience never existing. Like in a slow kind of fade out way. Like it's not like it's just in an instant, you're gone. It's like, oh no, my hand is slowly gone. And oh my gosh, there are my siblings in this photo that are slowly gone. But somehow I still have this photo in my pocket that was taken of nothing. That's kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah, why would the photo have been taken of an empty place? I mean, I think I, I understand like the creative license uh, that they took in trying to display what never existing would look like. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but it was it was a questionable choice. Speaking of question, I have a question for you. I love your questions. He lied. <laughs> My question is, if the world scientist organization not a thing came out tomorrow and said we have invented teleporters we've invented teleportation teleportation is is now you can all have pods in your houses and pods at your businesses and pods at your stores that will just you can climb in and be teleported anywhere that has a corresponding pod what would that do to the world well, it would certainly completely change the tel- the transportation industry because other than things like airplanes just not even needing to exist anymore for really any reason other than entertainment, I suppose. Um, it would be, I think transportation of goods would be the biggest thing. Like there would be entire warehouses that could teleport entire warehouses full of goods across the world. Yeah. Which would... Mm, I mean, I'm I'm assuming like if scientists found that, that means we're we're talking about in the future when it's viable in all countries and is like available to everybody. It's as cheap and affordable as a cell phone is. Wow, that is crazy. So in everyone's house, that's what you're saying. Yeah, sooner or later. Yeah, so every person has access to this kind of technology. Yeah, it hits the it hits the world the same way that cell phones did. At first, they're like a thing, kind of a novelty, kind of expensive. But very quickly, within a decade, they become commonplace. And then within another decade, it's weird if someone doesn't have a cell phone, especially Mm. like an up-to-date cell phone. Yeah. I don't know anyone like that. Does he listen to this? Aaron? Uh, My brother, I don't think I've actually sent him a link to this. Have you? Well, have I? No. Okay. Maybe we should. We'll send him this one because we talk about him. Okay. Aaron, if you listen to this... Text us right now to refute the fact that you're a coward and a fool. <laughs> and if you're not listening to this, don't. it's nothing personal. It was just a test to see if you would listen. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, back to the teleportation. I think it would be crazy. But you're right in comparing it to like the cell phone or the internet where we think of it as insane now. But after it's been around for even 20 years, which doesn't seem like that long for technology like that, it would seem just totally normal like yeah. a day-to-day life thing right you could live wherever you wanted to and you could commute to new york city la just wherever your office was and it wasn't a big deal right so even if you needed to go over there just for like one meeting during the day that'd be pretty cool yeah absolutely like being that connected i feel like is the only maybe not the only step but one of the steps that i feel would be the only great step uh in true globalization would be access to cheap, instantaneous transport anywhere around the globe. And I would assume if these are that cheap, that also into space. Like imagine sending our first mission to Mars, but 
they would never have to travel there. You would just send a teleporter. I think we'd have to work a while to get range like that, but yeah. yeah. But I mean, it seems like that would be a much safer uh, route to go than yeah. If you could broadcast people fifty million miles, why yeah. Not? I mean, if you could already broadcast them five six thousand miles across the Earth. Right. It's a good range right there. I mean, it's not fifty million, but yeah. Set up a enough relay stations, I guess, to transport your your little atoms, I your little bits. I think that's what it would take to transport your bits. Yep, transport your little bits. <laughs> would you, if there was such thing as a teleporter, would you use it? Yeah, of course. Why not? Oh, just like you don't think that you die every time you go into it, and something's created on the other end that just is <clears throat> identical to you in every way, including all of your memories. If that's the, what does it matter? What's the difference? Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. I was just hoping to argue with you. I don't think that is how you feel about it because the way you feel about those things is like you asked me if I was the same person that I was 10 years ago if all my molecules have been replaced since then. Well, that's that's how I feel though is like if you are a different person over the course of 10 years, then how are you not a different person over the course of five years or a week or a day? What? Like if you every time you go unconscious and you go to sleep and then you wake up, you could die in that time, and your mind might just recreate itself with all the same memories, but you never actually live more than one uh, one day, your same consciousness. Oh, you're, so you're saying that might as well be happening. Yeah, it might. As, that's why I'm saying it doesn't matter because it might as well be happening every single day to me. When I go to sleep, I am no longer aware of anything. Right. Like, I can dream, I guess, but I'm no longer aware of any of my senses, which I feel like is the same thing that would teleporting would be like. It would be like going to sleep. You would you would go, you would be teleported, and even if you're traveling the speed of light, it would still take a few seconds to you know go across the world or whatever, and you're not going to remember what happened during that time. So I feel like yeah, I would do it would be the same for me. I think the speed of light is on an Earth scale is is fast enough to be instantaneous. Relatively instantaneous. I don't think it would like if you were going halfway across the world, like across the entire circumference of the world, being relayed by satellites or whatever. So 10,000 miles. 10,000 miles. I don't think that's instantaneous. I think it's it's a couple of seconds at least. Got well, the speed of light. Let's think of the Monty Python song that lays it all out for us. I don't, I don't know that song. Oh, you weren't thinking of it right then? No, I wasn't thinking of it. I was, I was thinking <laughs> of it right then. I was trying to wind it to that part. I was thinking uh, about the Weird Al Spleen song. But, uh, the no, what? The pancreas. The Weird Al Pancreas song is what oh. I was thinking of. It's always spleens with you. <laughs> I've only ever said the word spleen probably four times no, in my life, Jackson. No, and two no, of the times no, have been no, the last no, ten no, seconds. No, 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 no. That's not true. You're, that is your go-to internal organ every time. <laughs> well, do you know what a spleen does, Jackson? Absolutely not. <laughs> do you? No. It's vital, though. You've threatened me by saying if I did something, I would wake up maybe weeks, maybe months, maybe years from now in the middle of the night. And my spleen would be nailed to the ceiling above yeah. my bed. And there would be a threatening message written in blood because of something I did <laughs> that you would carry out. I stand by it. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you do stand by it. Whether you're <laughs> going to admit it now or not, which I wasn't sure what you would do. Uh, that is true. That is a fact. That happened. Yeah. That threat is a real threat. It's happened more than one time. Yep. Well, on several occasions. But that's why uh, Jackson hasn't killed me yet. He just has to live in constant fear. The universe itself keeps on expanding and expanding in all of the directions it can whiz. It's moving at 
12,000. It's moving at 12,000 miles a second. So it's reckoned. No, it's moving. Just as fast as it can go. The speed of light you know. 12 million miles a minute and that's the fastest speed there is. Yeah, that works out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's really fast. Is it 12 million miles a minute? Uh, it's it's 186,000 miles a second. There we go. Yeah, so you could go around the Earth 18 times. No, no, not around the Earth. But you could go 10,000 miles. Yeah, is it, you can go around the Earth 7.5 times in one second. Oh, so, there you go. I mean, instantaneous enough. I think we can agree. If oh. it's if it's like into the milliseconds. Right. Then yeah, it's it's virtually instantaneous. <clears throat> from a human's per- perception. Well, let's walk it back. So Josh thinks that we might as well be dead. Yep. Every night when you go to sleep, which every, I've every I've night. thought too. Um, I remember when I was younger thinking that like I might as well be dead. I don't remember sleeping. I don't have a solid perception. I don't I can't recollect the moment I fell asleep. Nope. And unless I had specific dreams and my dreams are usually garbage. Um, just like you right They're, they reflect my personality <laughs> and myself in that regard yeah we go on i don't think that i can ever recall like the passage of time while i was asleep and i've questioned before if that means um that i'm you know just gone yeah what yeah. is sleep you definitely die every night when you go to sleep <laughs> just think of that tonight as you're dozing off reborn every morning yeah i mean you might as well be because I mean, we can get into like the metaphysical talk of like, is there a soul and that kind of stuff that you can never actually prove. Uh-huh. Uh, but when it comes down to it, if you are recreated as the same exact person that you left as every atom, every electronical signal in your brain, are we talking about sleep or teleportation? What was that? Are we talking about sleep either way or teleportation Sleep or teleportation? It is some sort of trans, not transformation, but some period of time that you go through, no matter how small or long, where you have zero recollection and zero like senses available during that time to actually rem- recall any of the events that happened. Okay. Like, well, you, like you might as well be dead, as we said. Right. Uh, but if you're generated on the other side with all the same memories and feelings, atoms arranged in the exact same way, then there's no difference. If you are a perfect copy of a masterpiece... I feel like you're still a masterpiece. We're talking about a masterpiece like the Mona Lisa or a masterpiece like Nacho Fries at Taco Bell. <laughs> they have a big poster in the window that says from the LA Weekly, Nacho Fries are a masterpiece. Yeah. If you are the writer from the LA Times who called it a masterpiece, I want you to tweet at us. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, you should first be ashamed of yourself, but I also want to meet you so I can shame you publicly. Like in person. person? So go ahead and tweet at us at Around Long Way. Essentially, it doesn't matter. The whole teleportation, teleportation thing, and if you die or not, I feel like is is a is a non sequitur. Is that the right word? It is not. <laughs> a non-starter. Is that a good, is that a better is that a better phrase? It doesn't really express what you're trying to express. A, a non-issue. That's yeah. Okay. <laughs> Third time's the charm. The prefix "non" is <laughs> involved in some way, <laughs> very broadly. Yes, yes. Okay, it is. It is a non-issue because even if it is an issue, nobody knows. Therefore, it's not an issue. Does that it's, principle carry over to the rest of your life? What what, what carry over? That principle. 
if I mean, nobody knows so. it's a I feel non-issue like it's the whole thing if a tree falls down in the forest no one hears it but also no one sees it and when anybody comes by there is no indication that a tree ever fell there ever then it doesn't matter doesn't matter so if it can't be witnessed at the time but also wait yeah that is what you believe you believe if something can't be witnessed if you're not if you can't watch something happen then it doesn't exist that's, I mean, that's, You've told the, me that's that. the first part of it. What's the second part? The second part is you can, you can witness it or there can be evidence of it. Because there's also no evidence of it at all. Like if a tree falls in the forest, if we're going to use that, and we actually like go walk into the forest later and we see a fallen tree, that's good evidence. But if a tree falls in the forest or somebody tells you that a tree falls in the forest and you go looking for that fallen tree and it's nowhere to be found, even when they, where they said it would be, it doesn't. It, it didn't happen, right? There's no evidence of it. And you didn't witness it directly. Well, so that means you don't trust anyone. I mean, I also don't trust anyone. That's a separate issue. Well, no, it's, no, it's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> it's very relevant to the current discussion. Okay. You don't trust anyone because there are other possibilities. Something else could have happened. Someone could have chopped up the tree and taken it for firewood because it's been a day. You might not see any evidence of it, but it still happened. Just you didn't see it. Yeah. So it either means you just don't trust anyone ever <laughs> or you have to acknowledge that there's some wiggle room there. I guess I'll just not trust anybody because that's my thing apparently. Okay. Well, that's oh, All right. Fine. <laughs> but no, I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. What do you think is so crazy about love? Do you think you're not ready for it? I'm married with a kid, Jackson. So this, I guess this is our test to see if she listens. <laughs> this episode should just be testing to see who's listening yeah i don't i don't think we should test because i know that she won't if any <laughs> you know she does say that she listens to this podcast there's no way she's getting 23 minutes into it <laughs> which is what we're at right now not even the, in the name of supporting you i mean i'll beg her how about that how about i'll physically beg on my knees and we'll see if she listens to it yikes okay What's the test for Jade to see if she's listening? Uh, Jade, if you are listening, uh, tell me I'm a great husband. But say it like that with a B before the S. <laughs> husband. <laughs> that certainly wasn't a mistake that I made just barely on the microphone. I was debating whether or not to mention that. Purposeful. Husband. <laughs> I do say that sometimes on purpose. I think it's funny. Yeah, it, it is a pretty funny mispronunciation. So yeah, just say that I'm a great husband, and I'll know what you mean. I'll know you watched it, and I won't even comment on it. I'll just, I'll just uh, be really happy and go call Jackson immediately. I don't believe you. No, I never call Jackson. <coughs> he only calls me when he's drunk. JC, uh, JC, if you're listening to this, that's that's my that's my wife. If you're listening to this, I want you to know. That I want you to know that I fed Annabelle an entire bag of key lime filled Twizzlers. That sounds good. (laughs) They were on clearance at a Walmart in Colorado that my mom and I went to yesterday. And you fed her an entire bag. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, but I want her. Dang it. Oh I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you I, should edit out the didn't. I can edit that out. Yeah, maybe edit out the didn't part. Okay. 
Yeah, I fed her an entire bag. It's like a pound, a half a pound probably of, of Twizzlers. Key lime filled. They were on clearance for only a dollar. Wow. They're better than I thought they would be, but that's not. I mean, it's a pretty low bar, but <clears throat> I thought they were going to be terrible. And then for everyone else that's listening or not listening to this, if you come up to me or Josh and you give us a the the turkey high five, meaning you put up your hand and I go to give you a high five and then you turn it to a fist and pound it, but in my open palm or vice versa, um, then I will know you listen to this. I will give you a dollar. I will give you one dollar cold hard cash. Will you give me a dollar? Because jo- I have me- to listen to this. You want me to give you a dollar? I mean... Sure, I'll give you a dollar, ah, Josh. Sweet. Obviously, not what I you meant. Paid way more than I did in the last few episodes. Obviously, abusing what I'm saying here, just for the sake <laughs> of being a jerk. But yep. yeah, sure. And then, mom, if you're listening, I already know that you are because you made a reference to it when we were driving, and I was like, "Oh wow, you did listen to the you listened three episodes now." She's like, "Yeah, I listened to all of them." She listened to that episode that we talked for. I believe at least 25 minutes about video games and the video game industry. Uh-huh, because she referenced, when I said something about the Guinness Book of World Records, she's like, oh yeah, you were talking about that on your podcast. And I was like, you listen to that? <laughs> it's the first and only evidence I have that someone has listened to all three episodes. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Your mom's a cool person. Love you, mama. Love you, mama. How do you feel about pistachios, Josh? They hold a special place in my heart, I'd have to say. How about pecans? No. No. How do you feel about just pecans? Categorically, no. Yeah. Just no. You feel the same way about them. You feel about all sub-Saharan African creatures. <laughs> yeah, I feel similarly. But it's mostly of all the pecan pies that I've had in my life, there has not been one that has not been a disappointment. There's too many knots in that sentence, but you understand what I mean. Yeah, it was like a quadruple negative. It's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. So, uh, I've never had a good pecan pie, and I hold that against the nut itself. Walnuts. Yeah, I guess they're okay. Almonds. Good. Chestnuts. Better. Have you ever had chestnuts? Yeah. Where? The ones that you wrap in bacon. They're water chestnuts, but they're the same thing, right? No. <laughs> they just grow in water, right? They just soak them? Uh-uh. Nope, nothing like that? Uh-uh. Do chipmunks eat them? Yes. Are there any nuts chipmunks don't eat? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually had a a chestnut. I have not. I've never had them roasting on an open fire. That's only... I think I think it's just a nut they made for that song because it sounded good. Oh, you don't think it's real? <laughs> just a fake... Just a fake nut made up for a single line in a Christmas song. <laughs> How about hazelnuts? I like hazelnuts a lot. The nuts themselves are fine. But when I have hazelnut flavored things, they're always delicious. Can we grow a, I don't know, cocoa tree? It's a tree, isn't it? Yeah. Can we grow one of those? Will you help me grow one? Yeah, we got a greenhouse. We need a whole greenhouse, you think? I mean, we can't grow it outside. I want like a, yeah, but I want like not a greenhouse, but like a green booth. Like just like a telephone booth size for one tree. I don't want a whole greenhouse. Sounds dumb. Which part? (laughs) 
the green booth? Well, the name is, yeah, that's fine. I'm just spitballing here. No, not the name, just the idea. Well, I don't want to hold greenhouse, though. But you want you want me to encase a tree <clears throat> in, like, a glass structure. Well, the other way around. The tree will grow inside of a pre-existing oh, okay. structure. Because, as you pointed out, we will not be able to grow a cocoa tree here under natural circumstances. No, no. Far too cold winters. But you can grow citrus trees if you put them in a, in a greenhouse to control the humidity. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we could grow cocoa trees. I just don't think it's a great idea. Why? I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work for me. Is it illegal to grow coca plants? I in America would be very surprised if it was legal. What if you're just going to use it for like chewing on the leaf because you have a headache, or for putting in a soda you're going to make? <laughs> like, what would you call that soda? Like, like coca leaf, coca leaf cola, maybe? Coca leaf soda, coca soda, coca soda. I like that. I like that a lot. Because they thought they really did use that as a flavor additive, you know. Was it a flavor additive? Because mm-hmm. I thought they just used it for the pure, like, drug addictive effect that they replaced with caffeine later on. That sounds like quite a conspiracy theory. No, cocaine was thought of as, like, a health tonic. It was, like, a product that was Well, good. yeah. I mean, so was, like, radium. doesn't mean it was a good idea. I'm not saying it was a good or bad idea. I'm saying I think it's a little cynical to assume that they knew that it would be addictive and then they replaced it with something else addictive later. Uh, but I mean, they both are addictive chemicals. Sure. Substances, caffeine and coke cane. <laughs> Cocaine. Coke cane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wish for the days of when there were just tonics and stuff that salesmen would sell? This is my health tonic. And snake it was oil? Just, yeah, I wish for those days. For not sure. specifically snake oil necessarily, but like, do you ever wish that you could do that? Just go around and, and say those kind of things to people? Give I them do. Stuff? I wish for the days when I can go into a pharmacy and get uh, like heroin toothache mouth drops or cocaine pills. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they sold cocaine back then. But tonics. It was in tonics? Dissolved in water. It certainly wasn't a powder you snorted in your nose. <laughs> no, that's, that's what they had snuff for. That's a very that's a very uh, modern problem. No, no, they they had snuff. You you've heard of snuff powder, tobacco oh, you mean like like uh, smelling salts. No, like tobacco that was it was powdered and it was called snuff. I don't remember that. Oh, you should read more books. You should really think about <laughs> educating yourself. <laughs> you should you should not be dumb, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So I always thought snuff was just another word for chewing tobacco. No, no, they snorted it. Mm. Mm. Well, you learn something each day. I haven't learned anything from you today. Uh, did you know that there was a Roman emperor named Justinian? You do, just because I told you earlier today. Yeah, I didn't know that, but you did so. tell me that he was the last of the, what did you call it, the Eastern Roman Empire? The last of the, yeah, the Eastern Roman Empire, because technically for most of his that. reign, he did not control Rome or Italy itself. Ouch. Yeah, he was he was ruling out of uh, Iberia, or Constantinople. What a loser! Yeah, what a loser! But he took back Rome for a little bit. From those, whom? Uh, until those darn, uh, what were they? Mongols? No, it wasn't the Mongols. The, Italians. Uh, the assassins from the Sassanid Empire. The assassins were the one that attacked him. Hmm. Yeah. I think you're making that up. <laughs> I don't think so. I've never heard of assassins. It's like assassin, but without the A. Yeah, no, that's just why I don't assassin. think it's true is because you're you're just 
you just used a word that already exists and then you cut one letter off of it. You'll never know. You'll have to take my word for it. But don't take my word for it. Read it. Ba-dum-bum. Where do you think the Jurassic Park franchise is going next? Nowhere. Nowhere. Well, you think they're done? They're, they're going somewhere. Uh, probably off the island, I would guess. But it, I never told you it'd be somewhere you wanted to go. <laughs> so, if you could direct the next Jurassic Park movie, where would you set it? And what would the storyline be? I would set it 65 million years ago. Good start. I would have a family of talking dinosaurs. Not, didn't get better. Got real And then humans would show up and then enslave them to do rudimentary tasks. (laughs) Like be a crane. Like you'd sit on a brontosaurus's, or brachiosaurus back with a a rudimentary lever and, or I mean crank and, and rope. And then you would like make him pick his head up with a rock in it and then like move it somewhere else and set it down. No, I understand. I understand. Uh, Like, and also if they had like a remote control. You click a button and it would send like a tiny little pterodactyl at the end of it. And they would go and change the channel on your television, which you still have somehow. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have a car, but instead of having an engine, you would just have a hole in the floor and you'd have to just like run. That's a good idea. We should make it. Yeah. And anyways, and then the the dinosaurs could talk sometimes. Some of the dinosaurs could talk. <laughs> like if you had one as a pet, maybe one time he'd be able to talk for a long time and then he wouldn't be able to talk anymore after that. He would just go like... <laughs> Yeah, like you, you lobotomized him. Probably. Presumably. Yeah, presumably, because he was intelligent before. Yeah, he could talk for a while. Yeah, he was like an upper-class butler. Yeah, and then he, right. With witty jokes and... Right, and then he couldn't talk anymore suddenly. Yeah, no, he literally was just a babbling fool. Like the next year, he just... <laughs> that definitely is a lobotomy. There's nothing else that could be. <laughs> some sort of brain damage. Yeah, they either... Whether they did it with a uh, some sort of sharp metal object or with chemicals, either way. Ugh. Yeah. Chemical lobotomy? Yeah. Chemical, that's, that's a thing. Is that really a thing? I don't know. <laughs> it sounds really horrible, and I don't want to say it's a thing, because I hope it's not. Oh, it's just... Sometimes I feel like when I don't question you on something, and I just believe you, we <laughs> move on, and then almost learning. every single time I question you... You're just learning untruths. You're like, oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I didn't... <laughs> I just made... I just I'm never this. committal to anything if you question Yeah. Me. I'm always just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was, yeah, I was just saying a thing. Like, is it, what, are you just lying all the time, and I just don't catch it sometimes? <laughs> every time you don't question me, yeah, I'm getting you're away with it. Yeah, just freaking lying? <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't think I'm lying. I just don't want to... I just don't want to say for sure that there's such a thing as chemical... Uh, lobotomizing because lobotomy was a practice that occurred in the united states for a very short period of time but it was very popular for that period of time as well right and i don't think it ever got to the point where they were like let's find different ways to you know chemically stick a knife up someone's nose and scramble their brains because that sounds safer they did it through the eyeball Oh, you're right. They did do your the eyeball, not through the nose. That's yeah. the uh, mummies. Yeah, you're thinking of brain. Egyptians. You're thinking of yeah. when they people were already dead and they were pulling their Although, brains out. In my opinion, it's like twenty times worse going through the eye socket. Like way scarier. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's better for you. Oh yeah. I and mean, your sure. survival. You're gonna. You're not gonna die probably. Yeah. But it just like from a creepy standpoint, from like a horror movie standpoint, mm-hmm. eyes are are way creepier. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's nothing good about sticking something in your eye. No. And then wiggling it around to disconnect the filaments between two halves of your brain. Yeah, it's a, it's not a great thing. No. Today, we were sitting in a training meeting remotely um, in a conference room in our building that was happening in Los Angeles. And I think Josh 
really enjoyed it a lot. It was probably the best experience I've ever had in a work setting in my entire life. See, why do you have to say that? Because that's obviously not going to be true. No one's going to believe that. You went so far. You went so superlative with it. Oh, was I supposed to make it believable? Or was I supposed to, uh, like... Well, why not make it believable is all I'm saying. Because usually I make other stuff believable. And then you just never catch them. (laughs) (laughs) Because I save those for the the big lies. Yeah, (laughs) I save those for the big lies. Sure, man. I'll call you and maybe come see you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Then I don't hear from Josh. For 12 days. Yeah, for an indefinite period of time. Thinks I'm dead. Yeah, so it it was a horrible day. Uh, where not only did no work get done, but no learning was had. There is little reason for us to be there in the first place. And Jax and I are very new to the corporate environment. So maybe maybe other listeners will be used to this kind of stuff, but we have this training scheduled for the entire week and maybe next week as well, doing just the same thing. Eight hours a day. Eight hours a day with a couple of breaks in the middle and... Before the first day was even out, many of the people in the training were already watching The Office and playing video games. It's true. And we neither you nor I was doing either of those things. Yeah, I was surprised. Because we're we, heroes. We should have been the first to do that. We're champions. I don't know about champions. I was thinking Absolutely idiots. champions. Yeah. We are the victors. We are the conquerors. We are the heroes. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far. Why not? We're heroes for hating a training, but avoiding playing video games and watching The Office and only being happy with sending instant messages to each other in GIF form, mostly. Yeah, for sticking with it. <laughs> We're heroes for not abandoning our principles. You don't know what hero means. That's okay. We'll, we'll talk about it later. I don't know. I think I know. <laughs> That's good enough and, for me. And I am one. I believe that I am one. Remember when we were reading like a couple weeks ago about uh, we were debating whether or not it's possible to be a carnivore as a human? Yeah. And then we discovered, and I said, no, I I thought, I said, no way you would die. You know, you can't do that. Yeah. And then we looked it up and discovered that in, in the annals of science within the last couple of decades, I forget when, I don't remember if it was like in the 80s or if it was more recent or, or more distant, but definitely in the last 50 years. Um. A couple of researchers decided they were going to figure that out because of like the Inuit people who, as you pointed out during our discussion, may already be carnivorous because it's not like there's a lot of green leafy vegetables or fruits that grow, you know, in the extreme reaches of the Arctic where they subsist on like caribou and like seal and whale. Right, right. Stuff that's like. Yeah, anyway, and so we wanted to know, and so we looked it up and discovered that, yes, in fact, it was possible. Um, These guys, uh, one of them in particular, was he just lived in the hospital and was monitored by doctors all the time and lived off of uh, not only meat but raw meat for some reason, and not only raw meat but mostly organs, (laughs) not liver. Like organs that we don't usually eat. Organs and not liver. Yeah, not liver because it's actually, you know, pretty toxic well it holds all the poison so i guess it makes sense yeah and if you weren't eating i don't know if it's because you weren't eating a lot of other stuff or something but yeah whatever very very little of that and very little like muscle tissue but Mm. mostly just organs just lungs heart are organs better for you well 
the the two guys that did this immediately lost all of the like extra weight they were carrying. <laughs> uh, the the one thing they were allowed to drink was besides water was black coffee. So with no creamer, no sugar or whatever, no flavoring. I see. Which probably has like a negligible amount of Yeah, the idea being it just really doesn't have that yeah. much uh nutritional value, negative or positive. And so European scientists that were only going to stay for a couple of weeks ended up extending and staying for like a month to observe him because they they theorized that he'd be dead of scurvy in like three weeks. Yeah. But it turns out the like the tissues and and organs that he was eating since they were raw had enough trace elements of like vitamin C and stuff to that, that, stop like, might him get from destroyed getting, from like cooking or boiling. I or guess yeah, that, that would have been well, and also we just don't eat those tissues usually. That's true. At least not in America. Yeah. There so, are plenty of other places that eat. Sounds like organs and, definitely could be more nutritious than just like muscle tissue. Yeah, apparently. That's crazy. So how much, anyway, the question is how much would it take for you to be paid for a year to do that? Ugh. You wouldn't have to live in the hospital. Okay. You could carry on your life, you yeah. know, you could just have a little Tupperware in the fridge of diced freaking whatever. Diced freaking tripe or whatever you want. Yeah, to and just go eat it cold at lunch. Yeah, but it's raw, like you said. Yeah, it's yeah, raw, it whatever. Whatever that guy ate, yeah. let's say we duplicate <laughs> his menu. And we just have it for how long did you say? A year? Yeah, it's a one-year contract. Okay. You can renew or discontinue at the end of that year but you get paid all in advance so you can start living the lifestyle immediately you don't have to wait a year like there's compens it's compensatory right up front compensatory compensatory um are we going with like the minimum amount because obviously you could just say some crazy number and be like i'm gonna be rich yeah we always go we always start with the minimum (laughs) amount like what would you really be willing to do it for i'd probably say a quarter of a million dollars i think that's pretty reasonable yeah two hundred fifty thousand. i think a hundred thousand it's a good amount, but I don't know if it's worth it. It wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, because I feel like 100000 would feel like a lot until I was in it a week. Yeah. And I was like, this is not a lot. Yeah, no, this is not a lot. <laughs> the things I want to do, I'm going to burn through this really yeah. fast. So $250,000 isn't like a crazy amount. No, it's not absurd. No, but it certainly is enough that I could, you know, buy a house. What if we, I mean, we've mentioned this a little bit before, but what if we did start a like GoFundMe or a Kickstarter campaign to fund that project, Josh will eat organs and only carnivorous material, therefore, and only drink water for a year. And we got, well, let's say we exceeded our goal, yeah. got like $280,000. Oh my gosh. Like, would I do it? Yeah. Yeah, of course I would. You would? Yeah. Obviously I would. You wouldn't back down? No, I wouldn't back down. Uh, the only thing is, though, I don't know how you would uh, keep me um, accountable. I well, I mean, I trust you. Well, yeah, I know I'm saying, but I mean, like, I'm other people. If you raise this money, will want to have evidence that I'm accountable and want to have it documented. I would assume. Sure, you would have. Yeah, I mean, they need something in return, not just the fact that they made someone somewhere eat organs for a year. (laughs) I mean, maybe some people would be fine with that, with feeling that in their cold heart, but (laughs) (laughs) but uh, some people want to see the effects. So you're saying, so would the number change if you had to do a, a a vlog? Like a daily vlog? I wouldn't say daily. Like weekly? If it was daily, it'd be at most like an unedited five-minute clip that you would just yeah. live stream and then yeah. have it post. Uh, I don't know. I feel like that wouldn't be too much extra work. I would feel like $250,000 is still fine. Really? I would want more. Really? Yeah. Just to do like a, a live video of yourself five minutes every day? Yeah. How much more would you want? Because then it becomes something where I'm like sharing this experience. It's like a 
it stops being just like a personal thing that I'm just doing because we made a joke or a bet or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I actually have to like do this thing. Like yeah. this, I have to talk about my... Well, if they don't want us to talk about it, then why do I even need to do it, right? What do you mean? I don't need to prove it to them. You don't need to prove it to them? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to explain myself? Yeah. I just mean like, why would anyone give us money if they were just trusting our word that we were going to make me eat organs for a year with zero... <laughs> with zero actual evidence of that or like entertainment from it <laughs> i mean i mean elon musk would probably do it <laughs> <laughs> oh musky uh, that manipulator yeah he just likes messing things up and then walking away that fiend doesn't even look back cool guys don't Look at guys eating organs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't look. I wouldn't, yeah, I, wouldn't watch, I wouldn't want to watch you eat even yeah. one meal. No. Oh, here is this. Is, this really is a question, though. If you were independently wealthy, maybe you know whether it's from something like that or not. Would you um go to work? Um. I think I would for a little while. For a little while, meaning for a month, then you'd quit, or a little while, meaning like three hours a day. Uh, I mean, for like maybe more than a month. I don't know. It would it would really depend on, I guess, where I wanted to go with my life. Well, let's say you had a you you were inherited a billion dollars. Okay, yeah, so just an insane amount of money that I will never spend in my life. You never have to worry about money anymore yeah. because the investments you make, the interest alone, will let you live a very lavish lifestyle. Yeah. You won't literally be able to do whatever you want, but like you'll be able to do 99% of everything you want. <laughs> you'll be able to do everything you want, <clears throat> save for like buying a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. And you prob- you might even still be able to pretty much do that. By yeah. Yeah. I, I can certainly stock. buy like, you know, a sports team if I wanted to. Right. Put myself on the roster. Okay. So is that what you would do? No. That <laughs> sounds like a waste. <laughs> uh, I would probably quit my job. Yeah. I don't know. You always hear like, Oh, don't let the money go to your head. Don't quit your job. Like, yeah, you're right. Because I go home and complain about my job. I don't want to say every day. I complain about my job for like probably as much as anyone else does, um, which I'm grateful for it. But at the same time, you know, you have critiques. You have things you don't like about it. Right. And I certainly would prefer to just get to do whatever I want at home, whether that was employing you to just speak with me and we can release an eight-hour podcast every day <laughs> instead of one hour-long podcast every week oh man that'd be a bad idea. <laughs> Jack's just like, i don't know if i want to do this i uh, know i know i don't want to do it <laughs> i don't know why you think i'm lukewarm on the idea but i'm not uh we'll we'll see if he comes around to it because i'm definitely getting that billion i can feel it could you get a billion dollars you are now free to do whatever you like. So is it is it fun to still go to a work at a you know just a job? No. Um, ironically, like is that fun to just go <laughs> and be if like? If I was gonna do it ironically, I was gonna would get some other job. Like what? Uh, that's the, that's my question. Dog walker. A dog walker. Yeah. So you would go to people's houses and just walk their dogs for them. Yeah. And make like you know, twelve bucks an hour or something. Yeah. What would you do with that money? I don't know. Would you spend it all on intravenous drug use and a hedonistic <laughs> lifestyle? Are you talking about a billion or the $10 an hour I get from dog walking? Exclusively the money you would get from dog walking. <laughs> what would you do with that money? Uh, not, not drugs. Probably not drugs. 
Would you just take it from the person who gave it to you and just take out a lighter and burn it right in front of them? <laughs> yep. I just don't need this. <laughs> I don't need staring you. Them dead in the eye. I don't need you. You don't matter yeah, you to me. Don't uh, I would assume if that were the case, I would get to walk their dogs all of one time. <laughs> that, and that might be. That might be the case, right? Yeah, yeah. You list this on Craigslist, dog walking services for like, like for cheap for like yeah. five dollars an hour yeah like yeah like two dollars an hour per dog something crazy like yeah that. or maybe really high like 25 dollars an hour and like sell it as an experience for the dogs that's going to be so good for them and then they pay you and you say you know payment cash only and then they hand you the cash and you just shred it up and eat it like you shred up the pieces you put in a cup of water and you drink them you're just it's just a bad person like why though it's your money you can do whatever you want <laughs> Why is it bad? I don't know if you're a bad person, but you're certainly not like good. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's better to let them keep their money? I mean, it's your money. You can do whatever you want. It's not like you didn't earn that money and you can't do whatever yeah. you want with it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you burning it in their face and saying, I don't need this money is kind of disrespectful. I don't need you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> I mean, maybe you could, uh, Maybe you could justify it just as like an experience for them too, uh-huh. like <laughs> like it's a dog, it's a dog experience and an owner experience. Right, exactly. you will be very confused after the fact. Sure, uh, but you will remember it and you will tell the story for many years to come. Like <laughs> one time, I paid this guy to come to my house to walk my dogs. He seemed like a really cool dude. He was you know charging a little bit more money than I'm used to paying. But Wore really nice clothes, drove yeah. a very nice car. <laughs> yeah. He pulled up in a freaking Benz, yeah. and he he put my dogs inside, which hadn't hadn't been bathed in at least four months, just soiled in mud. He didn't seem to care at all. Right. <laughs> he he comes back, uh, you know, an hour later. The dogs seem fine. He said the dogs had a great time. Uh, he asks if he can get paid in cash, and he already said that earlier. So I pull out a, a stack of cash and hand it to him. He takes it, pulls a lighter out while staring me dead in the eye, and sets it on fire while slowly flapping it in the wind. He then says to me, you mean nothing to me. This money means nothing to me. He then throws it on the ground and just walks away, leaving his Benz there in the parking lot. <laughs> Seven, days la- <laughs> Seven days later, I had to call a tow truck to get it out of <laughs> it's, there. It's towed away. I have no idea if he even went and got it. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this social hero? Who is this vigilante? I don't know if social hero vigilante is either the words they would have used. <laughs> ah, you never know. Uh, you never know, dude. I would think that it was on some like like punked, like hidden camera show <laughs> if, if this happened to me. But then uh, you never had to sign a waiver. You never like every couple of weeks you're like, Oh, I should Google that like dog walking prank and yeah. then you just never find <laughs> and it. It never comes up. You never see it again. Would yeah. you go if you did it and that was your intent, would you wear any kind of disguise at all? No. Just, just a suit. Just your su- oh, a suit. Yeah, no, it would be a really nice suit. Really nice suit. Like like a seven thousand dollar suit. <laughs> should, should the guy should, should the, the guy in the seven thousand dollars have to walk the dog? Walk the dog. Is that, is that what I should? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old gob. Uh, Rest of development is a good show. It is a good show. Yeah, but I, I think that would be. If I did have a billion dollars, I think antics like that would uh, would be fun. I think they'd give you more satisfaction than Certainly, some things. Than things you could buy. Yeah, like if I was, if I was uh, in that situation, I would do things like John, who lives in Boise now, 
which is you know what four five hours away at least yeah like four and a half five hours. i would fly up there without telling him go to visit him at work during a time when i knew he had like a meeting or something and then have them just call up and be like hey uh you know jackson Eaton's here to see john mossman um could could he come down and they'd be like oh you know he's actually stuck in a meeting right now like if he could just come down really quick he just has something to give him and then john would be super puzzled and then i would leave before he got there <laughs> but leave something right that, after the receptionist said he's on his way down yeah as soon as he said okay he's on his way i would say you know what i gotta step out for just a second could you give him this for me and it, you know just have it be something that's like an undeniable like token that that's really what it is and then just leave yeah and then just leave him so pu- like dude did you really like he would call me like three times i just ignore his calls <laughs> and then later on the day like did you really come like oh yeah i was just in the neighborhood thought i'd stop by but you know i ended up having to leave before you came down and they're just like what what why like what that's insane why would you do that and then just like that's you know that's just like how i get my kicks or whatever yeah I, i'm totally on board with this entire idea I'm also on board with the idea of just like handing out money, but in really uh, weird ways to people. Like what? Uh, like I would throw like a purse at them that would be full of like like rough cut diamonds. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just like seeing how they're reacting to try to turn this into cash. Like what they would have to do to just go sell it? Yeah, <laughs> to like a jeweler. Ugh. So clearly stolen. If, yeah, if somebody if somebody came up to a jeweler with a bag of rough cut diamonds. Where'd you get these? Someone threw them at me. <laughs> yeah. Someone okay. ran down the street and threw his purse at me. You probably should go to the police is what they would tell you. Like someone threw them at you in Sierra Leone? Like how did you get these? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Were you in like West Africa? Like I don't understand. I like this. Yeah. Or even just like gold bars would be funny. Gold bars? Yeah. Oh, like an ingot of gold? Yeah, like an ingot of gold. Like a solid ingot of gold. Because people, first of all, wouldn't even believe you when you gave it to them. Yeah. They'd think that it was a joke. So, like, go to Village Inn and leave that as a tip for your <laughs> server. An ingot of gold. Or try to pay with your bill, but tell the server that they can keep the ingot of gold. They can, <laughs> you keep, can keep the, the change. Tip. Yeah, they can keep the change. You're like, I'm sorry, I don't have any cash, and I don't know how to my cards, but uh, I do have this. Uh, <laughs> just, just a kilo of gold on the so table. So heavy. <laughs> just... Uh, what? How about this? Also, not only that, but you also stamp a swastika in it so that oh it's implied that it's like Nazi gold. <laughs> it's Nazi gold. From some Swiss vault. Just see if they accept it as blood money then. That would be so funny. Knowing that it was like freaking people's jewelry they were wearing when they went into concentration oh, camps. Oh gosh, this got way dark. Yeah, it sure did. So anyways, would you do that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's certainly a twist. Uh, so if I was them, I would just heat it up and like try to hammer it out. In fact, you could probably hammer it out without heating it up. Like Gold, gold's pretty malleable. Would the would the hammering absolve them of their guilt? Like, would that make them feel better <laughs> at night? Oh no, no, no! It would not make them feel better at night, but when it would make it them easier or make it easier to uh, sell, I guess. Oh, easier to sell. Yeah. You would just so you think they would just sell the whole ingot? Well, how what would you do? Would you would you melt it down into smaller ingots into coins? Yeah, or, or something, and then be like, okay, I need a okay. little money, but not necessarily like all of this. It's a good savings account to just have a gold bar. It's a not safe savings account. Um, how many times have you been robbed? Twelve. You've been robbed twelve times. Yeah, you robbed me each one of those times. Okay, how many times have you been robbed not by me? Oh, zero. Zero times. I have had a car broken into twice in my life. Neither oh. time it was my car, but both times things of mine were stolen. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, but my point is that's it, and I'm thirty. 
I've never otherwise had someone raid my house for valuables like an ingot of gold. Yeah. Plus, I would never keep it in a safe because that's the obvious thing to do. I just like keep it you under. You keep it in your pillow? Like the, no, like the bottom so drawer of my nightstand. when they broke in? No, my, like the bottom drawer of my nightstand. Just, a, just there. Buy like an old toothbrush and some extra outdated charging cables from electronic devices. What if we're like a Batman-style vigilante, but our our persona is obviously a billionaire who's just flaunting his wealth? We're called like we're called like the Gilded Man, and we literally just like throw hunks of gold and other heavy, priceless gems at uh you know kidnappers and burglars and whatnot like that's how we that's how we catch them that's how we subdue them is by injuring them with gold <laughs> yeah. thrown at them we're like we constantly are flaunting how rich we are as the superhero yeah, that is what that is yeah Absolutely it's like batman is. but like what batman should be <laughs> that you think that's what batman should be <laughs> i mean that's essentially what he is but instead of spending his money simply on <laughs> gold to throw at people he spends it on i guess like tools and vehicles <laughs> technology and just throws stuff at people i don't know man that seems kind of weird yeah don't you think a little off maybe it certainly i mean we're talking about being a billionaire and give it leaving a giant ingot of gold as a tip at village inn yeah that's a good idea it makes me want to go to village inn right now uh let's go get pie i want chicken strips are they still open at this time on a it's open till like two in the morning every night i'm pretty sure on a monday Uh, i'm pretty sure i don't think so how about if it is open till 2 a.m. We you, don't have to go. We go and you pay. Uh, and if it's not open till 2 a.m., um, we do go and I pay. Sounds good to me. That's our show, folks. Thanks for watching. Yeah, with your eyes, because that's what you did. Appreciate it. Have a Have a happy new year. A happy new year to all and to all a good night. <laughs>